Well, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Crime on Tap. Um, Sean here with my co-host Megan, uh, coming at you with another episode. Oh, we didn't Happy say. Monday. We didn't say it. What did we say? Oh, good morning, tappers. Good morning, tappers. <laughs> Sean's just so excited. Oh, I know, just giving a little bit of a flair to the episode. I know. Oh my god, I thought I heard the fire alarm going off. Oh, not again. <laughs> Not again. I'm, I'm triggered. Oh, just like Nick's post. Like, I am triggered by fire alarms at, at this point. Yes. Um, but welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Crime on Tap. I feel like the last couple of episodes, we've been straying from crime and really, well, it's my fault. <laughs> I will admit. <laughs> I just got a lot to talk about. And I want to talk about talk about it with somebody because Patchy's been in Florida. He's been working hard in Florida. And I don't really have anyone else to talk about rants or things going on in my life so megan you're my ears well and i feel like last episode we could spin it as conspiracy okay so i feel like yeah, that that this i feel like we're looking in, <laughs> into into the minds of of like crazy people so well yeah because i told you my list and you're like okay where are we going here this like <laughs> nothing on your list is like what our podcast is about but i sometimes i just want to talk and rant about certain things going on in my life so i think it's good to like keep your audience engaged with like you know we're like the talent and the talent mm. needs to like <laughs> you know interact with their 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 supporters like it just gets boring talking about people in florida like doing meth and shooting people up you know so <laughs> i feel like that's what we're doing on the last couple episodes here yeah we're the personality like we, yeah, we we're spice the it up <laughs> yeah. So if you guys, um, a little later on in the episode, we're going to be taking a little narcissism test. So we're going to find out we're little narcissistic girlies, which I might be partly, I don't know, maybe like a little bit, but we'll find out. I mean, I'm definitely not a uh, Gen Zer like Megan. Um, oh, whoa. But... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Any chance I get, I bring that up. So yeah, I've noticed. <laughs> All right. So how about we get into before... Oh, before we have a lot of talk about today, um, let's get into the pour before the four. Mm-hmm. Um, Megan, I wanted to just introduce a new product. Not Ooh. sponsored. I know every time, every time we talk about something, everyone's like, "Oh my god, is that sponsored?" No, it's not sponsored, guys. Um, I know we get that a lot. Like, oh my god, we're just giving free shout outs here. Like, don't think everything's sponsored. We're not that big yet. But <laughs> I have a new creamer that I'm just raving about, and it's a little elitist because. <laughs> It's very pricey and it's very uh, not big. <laughs> oh, so it's so, like the smaller, the more expensive it is. It means right. it's like. And I only buy it when I have my Louis wallet because <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm buying my expensive creamer with my expensive wallet with no money in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my very limited credit card. Um, but so my new product, my new product of the week, what I'm loving um, what I'm loving this week. You ever see those people do that? They're like, yeah. what I'm loving this week. It's like this like candle from like Target. It's like, shut up. Yeah. But what I'm loving, what I'm loving this week is my new nut pods. <laughs> I don't like that name. I'm going to be real. <laughs> I know it's a little, they're a little different, but they're called nut pods. And specifically, okay, I got to check if it's expired. It's not. Because like I did get it half off. Now I will <laughs> shop on a budget with my Louis Vuitton. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but it's made with almond and coconut creamer did you ever think where does coconut milk come from coconuts i've never seen milk come out of coconut 
I think, well, like the shredded part. Oh, no, no. I've seen on like survival shows, they like drink out of the coconut, right? That's water, coconut water. Oh, so maybe it's like, you know, the shavings. Maybe they turn that into a milk. Oh, they'd like squeeze it through cheesecloth. <laughs> maybe. I-, I was thinking more of like a blend, but. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so I don't know. But this is my new fave of the week. It's called Net Pods. And specifically the uh, cinnamon swirl flavor. Mm. It tastes like. Oh, I am ready for fall. Like, I'm about to get my my tote is packed away for Florida. I am about to go in there and get my fall candles out. Um, I'm ready for fall. I'm ready for reefs. I'm ready for an apple orchard here or there. Um, but this just tastes like fall. And you don't need a lot. I mix this in with my coffee, and that's all I need. There's zero grams of sugar. And that's my, into my next rant here is um, I think my clothes are, like, shrinking. <laughs> And right. I, don't, I don't think I think it's the dryer that's shrinking them, mm-hmm. but it might be the extensive amount of creamer that I've been putting in my coffee for like the last five years of my life um, <laughs> that are making my clothes not fit anymore. And it's mm-hmm. the dryer's fault, not mine. So I'm like not fitting in my clothes right now. So I'm like, oh my god, zero grams of sugar. Like I'm skinny. Um, drinking my nut pods. So that's go nice. out there get your nut pods. And I mean, this little box is like four dollars. And there's like 11 ounces. <laughs> well, you said you just need a little bit. So it'll, so it'll last you. Yeah. You just need a little bit, a little dash here and there. And it really limits my consumption of coffee because I do drink a lot. So it's like, well, this is really expensive. So I'm really want to be light on the hand, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm still drinking coffee. Um, I got my Colombian with Ooh. half and half and <laughs> two shots of stevia. Oh my god. Two shots of vodka. Do you know that mean? Oh yeah, and then it goes Yeah. Who the fuck was that? What show was that? It was some random like cooking show. Yeah, I used to watch it. She was that blonde girl. I forgot who, mm-hmm. what her name was. But all right, so now that we have our drinks today, I think it's good. We got our coffee. We've got to be energized for this episode because I don't know about you, Megan, but I got a lot to talk about. But mm-hmm. the first thing I want to talk about, the first thing I want to lead into is Little Miss A. And now I know we insinuated in our last episode, mm-hmm. <laughs> Megan's, she's living the life of a pretty little liar. She's directly involved in a little A going on here in her life. So Megan, uh, I'll let you take it away here. What's going on? Okay. So yeah, I may even get our tappers on the case if we have any right. hackers in the audience. So... Nick and I got engaged on Friday morning before we were taking our family trip to Maryland. And bam, bam. <laughs> um, oh no, he goes wachow when he oh, whipped it out. <laughs> I was trying to reenact it for Patrick. I'm like, I forgot what word she used or what word Nick used. Wachow. Yeah, he he has the the ring box. I'll show it to you because it's like. Is it like uh, a castle? It's not like a. Oh no, that would have been great though. It's not like a traditional one. It goes like this. Oh my god! It opens like side to side, so he was like, "Watch out!" You know what? They're getting very creative with the packaging, mm-hmm. even for like um, eyeglasses. Like eyeglasses cases are so interesting. Oh, like I have this one here. Like it's like a little magnet, and it folds up, and it's like a little box, and it's like velvet on the inside. Ooh! I didn't have this oh. growing up. Yeah, so it doesn't scratch in the box. Yeah, <laughs> like I had a hard piece of plastic house in my delicate frames. Right, right, yeah. All right, okay. so Nick proposed on Friday. 
Mm-hmm. And um, so we had fun on the weekend sharing it with our family. Like, he knows how much my Maryland family means to me. So he was like, he wanted to do it before then so we could celebrate with them. Mm-hmm. And we come home Monday and Tuesday. I am playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> and I'm like Nerd. a little... I'm a little bored, so I log into my Facebook on my computer. So on my phone, I don't have access to messages that I'm not friend people I'm not friends with. Right. So I see that I have a message from someone I'm not friends with, someone named Anna Pandora. Miss Anna Pandora, everybody. Literally, Miss A. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Miss A. Miss A opened Pandora's box. She fucking did. Yes, that's what I'm saying. And the profile, so look it up on Facebook. It was, and the profile picture was like, the. it was a pie chart. It was like the amount of fucks I give. And it was red. And then there was a sliver of blue. And it's like the amount of fucks I give, but in blue or something, or something like that saying, I don't give a fuck sort of thing. Like a meme from like 2002. Right. So it's an older person, perhaps in their 30s oh, yeah. around Nick's age. Okay. <gasps> So, not that Nick's old. Oh my God, he'd be so mad if he said that. Well, I mean, we we are narrowing down who it possibly could be at this point, and right, that's a good point. It's an older meme. It's got to be an older individual because a younger person would not choose that meme. Right. So the message. This is a, a little too. I won't say all the details, but the message is there was. Um, we have moved on, but a non-physical flirtation that went too far with the past nick i'm airing it okay okay go right ahead (laughs) and but we've moved forward move forward from it okay he's learned from it and he has been faithful since and i and i believe him and everything so the message is just saying that it was still happening which is a lie okay i i'm pretty confident in that and it was worse than i knew trying to like stir something up and just good luck marrying him was and this message was sent on thursday which was the night he was gonna propose but then we ate too much food and got sick so he waited till the next morning (laughs) (laughs) so this this so this person has intimate details of our relationship and the rockiness that at one point happened over over a year ago at this point that's clue number one right there clue number one this guy and, or woman knows yeah. inf- like specific information of what happened in the past between your relationship. So that's like right. key number one. Right. And it's not like we went, I mean, now I did, but I mean, we've moved on. I'm over it. But it's like, right. you know, we weren't advertising that we were having <laughs> issues. Okay. Yeah. You, and, you weren't changing your relationship status. It's complicated. Right. Right. We're not those yeah. type of people. Right. And they also knew that he was proposing and around the time that he was going to propose. Yeah. That's so like, that's too coincidental that he did it the night before he did it the night before he proposed. Right. So at first Nick thinks it's a bot. I'm like, I'm sorry. I know you wish it was, but this is like too specific. It's not a bot. Okay. So we got that out. I have to say I was very upset. Like it it did. It did get you for a moment. Yeah, it did. Again. (laughs) <laughs> right so i was like you know i'm very dramatic so i was on the floor crying you know in a ball in a ball um nick called my mom and was like because i mean you know his his mom was his support and she's gone so kind of my mom is our support now so he called her and was like i swear to god helen like this isn't true megan's really upset this is you know tainting our happy times like what do we do right. and m- my mom she did not sugarcoat it she said nicholas 
if this is still going on, you got to tell her now you can't marry her. And That's he was right. like, I, sw- I swear to God, Helen, like, I really am not. He was like, I'd let her look through my phone. I'd let her, you know, he's like, well, why would I propose to somebody? Megan, let me tell you, I, I believe Helen. I know she's probably like, I believe you, Nick, but then also there's a little hint of her probably like, okay, but just confirm you're not doing this anymore. Because sometimes these men, they like to keep playing um, amnesia by One Direction in the back of their heads. And they just <laughs> so conveniently forget things so conveniently sometimes just forget things so respect to helen you know she is you know i believe you nick but you know just if you're doing anything say it now Mm -hmm. and i said too i was like clearly it's gonna like i found out the first time like if yeah you know it's gonna come out so you might as well tell me now and he's like no i and he definitely wasn't as upset because he was like i know i didn't do anything wrong i'm upset that someone is trying to you know and I it's getting to our lives. Like, I can see him, like, like I feel like I would be upset that I now have to deal with, like, proving my innocence, you know? Like, now Nick has to, like, prove himself, prove why this, is a, this isn't true, you know? So it's only causing so many more issues that don't need to be there. Right. Exactly. So we... It really doesn't matter who it is. It what matters is how Nick and I move forward and recover from it, and you know, right. work work through it together, and you know, all that stuff. So anyway, but I mean, it's still hard not to think about it. So we're trying to go through people, and with the information that was given, it's someone that knew intimate things about our relationship and knew right. the timeline of the proposal. Right. So he told three people: his brother, his aunt. And his childhood best friend, okay? So, we're down to three here. Yeah, so we're already down to three. (laughs) Little little Miss Anna, you're one of the three. (laughs) So, his brother loves me, and his aunt loves me. It's kind of the thing, like, oh, thank God Nick has a girlfriend now, or now fiancé, so that he's easier to talk to. Like, one of those sort of things. Like, oh, now he has a woman to buffer him. So, they, (laughs) I think that they love me, so why would they want to break us up, okay? Right. And, like, especially for his brother, like, his – that was his mom, too. Like, why would he let Nick give me her diamonds if yeah. he wanted us to not be together? Well, I his, said the exact same thing. Like, he went through so much to get that fucking ring for you. Like, you really think he's, like, flirting with girls online right now? I don't believe and that. he And he personally designed it, too. Right. And well, that's like – I Like, he yeah. could have just gone to K's and got a ring and proposed. But, like – this is a handcrafted for Megan ring. Like there was thought like he loves you. Like he's not like just buying you a ring because he fucked up and like proposing like this was well thought out. He's like there for the right reasons. He's not fucking doing anything. So continue. (laughs) And like, I can, I could definitely tell the difference between when he was stepping out a little bit, he was withdrawing. Like, I don't get that same impression now. Right. You know, he's not very good at lying. Like how long he couldn't even hide that he had a ring from me, you know? (laughs) So like, he's not good at lying anyway. So it's pretty much just down to his childhood friend. Okay. And he, and the more we thought about it, the more he ma- it made sense. They've had a yeah. tumultuous relationship of at one point in high school, he lived, he actually lived with them and his mom kicked him out. So there's that. <laughs> and he, his current wife, when he was trying to get with her, she rejected him and he 
vandalized her church and went to jail for a year. Okay. Yeah. And to this day, I'm pretty sure she doesn't know it was him. He's not the most upstanding citizen. Right. And then they also had a falling out because Nick has a flirtatious personality, which Mm -hmm. he has worked on. And... (laughs) He felt that he was flirting with his fiance, so they had a falling out and didn't talk for a while. But they rekindled, supposedly. Yeah. And I, I um, mean, to me, that just screams insecure in your relationship that you think people are flirting. You know, that's a little insecurity that this man has. Yeah. And, and Nick was like, no, I don't want your wife. I was just trying to be <laughs> nice to her. <laughs> right. There's a difference between flirting and just being polite and nice and c- carrying a conversation. I don't know. Right. So, um, but then other pieces started to emerge. So that day that the Thursday before Nick had posted a very controversial post, I guess. Uh, For some strange reason, it was very controversial, Megan. Uh, about like, you know, your triggers are your responsibility. You can't expect train strangers to walk on eggshells around you essentially was what he meant. He didn't mean, of course, like me, like he knows I hate feet. He wouldn't like, you know, send me pictures of feet. You know, to trigger me or whatever, you know, like that sort of thing. So his friend was very, like, triggered by this and was, like, calling him, like, a a dude bro and stuff and calling him essentially a horrible person and everything. And that night is when I, when I got it. And so, and then the next morning I texted Sean this, but he sent him a voice nick a voice message kind of explaining how he felt about the post and it was sounded very unhinged okay it was like this is not how normal people are he was like breathing heavy he was like tripping over his words he was like very shooketh i guess (laughs) it was just like all i could describe was that he sounded like he was not well and he was unhinged i don't know if there's something else going on with him but with all of these things Oh, and then I, I I forgot the biggest the biggest part. Sorry, this is taking a while. But when Nick, we're, we're Nick was calling, a, we're playing a game of Clue right now, so we got to get everything in. Right. So um, Nick calls all of his friends, kind of you know wanting to rule them out, essentially. So a lot of them were like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. We were so happy for you, and you know, let's figure this out." Like he said, he called his friend Kristen, and her her man was there with her, and they were like. They were like doing investigations. Like she was on the pro, the profile picture. She was on the girl that he had previously betrayed me with. Is checking her out. She doesn't even have a Facebook. Oh my god! You know, like she was in the trenches doing the work. And then his other friend, you know, was like he was at work, but he was like, okay, let's try to figure this out. Like let's dissect it. And then he calls his childhood friend, and he doesn't sound surprised. Okay, for no. one, Mm-mm. he is, he said this very specific thing. He was like, well, maybe it was a friend that, you know, didn't feel right about what you did in the past. And so they feel like, you know, they just want to put their two cents in and then they're not going to log in again and it's done and over. And that I'm like, that's a very specific, specific. <laughs> like very specific. And he also had mentioned like, you know, maybe you should stop looking into it and asking around because you might ruin a friendship accusing somebody. So it's like, stop digging, you know? Because right, you might find out that it's me. And then he was also, Nick was also like, you know, I just, I hate seeing Megan like this, like when she, because, you know, we've established I'm a drama queen, so I'm lying on the floor crying screaming, you know? <laughs> and he's telling this to his friend and 
then all of a sudden his friend got really uncomfortable like knowing that he made me that upset right is kind of what it felt like what do you think and... he was like well nick put this post out saying don't be triggered so i'm gonna send this message and see if he gets triggered i'm assuming yeah, that's I why feel he like... did it that and also we had talked about how he was feeling unhappy with his wife and one time he like broke down about how he's in how unhappy in his marriage and we were thinking he's thinking like oh nick gets this girl that you know he has a lot in common with, common with they have a really happy stable life together right. and he did this to her and i've been faithful to my wife and i'm miserable like how is that fair and yeah. You know, and just a bunch of stuff that they've had a rocky friendship. And even though it's been his oldest friend, it's been his rockiest friend, I guess. <laughs> and it just kind of all adds up. I mean, literally no one else makes sense. It wouldn't make sense that it was this other girl because she is kind of the girl that's like, if you're talking to her, she'll talk back to you. But if you're not, she's over it. She doesn't care. Right. You know. His other friends were very supportive and felt bad and weren't trying to help. His family. I mean, I'm sorry. Like. I really don't think his 60-something-year-old aunt from who's living in the Carolinas yeah. is really concerned about that. Well, he even told his dad, and his dad was like, I don't know what a bot is. I don't know what any of this means. Oh, I don't God. have time. <laughs> and then his brother is a is like an actual cybersecurity guy. And yeah. so Nick was like, well, can you help? And he had the idea you had of sending the IP address and tracking it. So it's oh, like, yeah. why would why would he try to help him figure it out if it was him? And also right. he likes me and like, so, I mean, it's really the only explanation. And so we're kind of like, what do we do with this information that his oldest friend was trying to start something, trying to hurt Nick? Like, well, maybe he likes you. I don't I don't talk to him. I don't oh. know why he would like me. <laughs> I'm just thinking of all the scenarios. I just think it's so but well, I mean the first thing was like if this person doesn't have the balls to tell you directly what's going on and they got to make a fake profile, already right right there I'm like this is bogus. Like I don't buy, believe any of it, you know. Right, there's no screenshots. There was no right proof or like hey my name is so and so and i you know nick and i are having a romantic conversation relationship whatever right. none of that it was literally to to hit us at our weak point mm -hmm. and and we were thinking he probably added the part about it was still happening to kind of if it was to make nick confess but he had nothing to confess so right. and it only narrowed down the amount of people that it could be from just those words it's still happening Okay, so you knew it happened right. in the past. Okay, who are you? Right, and um, Nick was like, "Well, was it someone?" I'm like, "I'm sorry, I don't associate myself with those type of people. It wasn't anyone on my side." Okay, <laughs> <laughs> like we're not even going there. <laughs> well, that's what I was I was like, "This is all Nick's fault." <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. You you need to vet your friends better. Yeah. But <laughs> so, how, but Megan, yeah, how's so it that... going to be an actress in your favorite hit TV show, Pretty Little Liars? I know. I was like, I've always wanted to be a pretty little liar, but actually being one, it's like actually horrible <laughs> uh, to like, you know, have the happiest moment of your life. I'm glad I didn't see the message like for at least until we got home because then we got to celebrate with our family and have a few days to be excited. And right. so, yeah, it did definitely taint it a little bit. But like we're like my counselor said to me, she's like, you deserve to be celebrated. We have moved on from that part of our relationship. He's gotten help. I've gotten help. Yep. Like we're, we're beyond that. And it's just sad that 
his friend is unhappy in his marriage, unhappy in his life, is fucking unhinged and wants to hurt yep. his oldest friend. Like, that's so sad. But, I mean, that was Mona Vanderwall. She was friends with Hannah, and she did all that to her, so. Well, all I know is that there's going <laughs> to be one last plate at the fucking um, wedding. That's one last plate you get a pie and pay for. Um, one last drink you get to buy yeah. somebody, so. <laughs> yeah. uh, and- I know. That's kind of what we're thinking is, like, how do we now interact with him? Yeah, I say just distance yourself and be like, you know, if you want to come out and own up to it, sure, we might forgive you, but like, you would just be dead to me at this point. It's like they just want to put their two cents in. I'm sorry, you don't get a two cents in our relationship. Yep. Sorry. Sorry, Miss Anna <laughs> Pandora. So, well, Miss A has been throwing you for a, a loop, Megan, this last week. Hopefully, uh, her identity is un- unveiled in the due days and uh, we'll keep everyone updated. Yeah, I know. So we got some actual, like, <laughs> personal crime. Yeah, if um, so. the anonymous group is out there and they want to find out who this person is, if anyone's listening, they're in, in anonymous, help us out. <laughs> yeah, that would be, I mean, I mean, I feel like we pretty much got it solved. There's literally no other options. Right. But, I mean, to have confirmation so that we have something to, like, back it up <laughs> to kind of be, like, okay, instead of just going around accusing people, apparently you lose friendships that way. Honestly, but. <laughs> at this point, I think it's, I think you'll be fine with or without the friendship. So, I think it's valid to accuse him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll tell, I'll tell Nick that. Because he definitely respects your opinion, so... Oh. He'll be like, I'll consider it. If Sean says it, I'll consider it. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, if you don't really care about the friendship anyways, then what's the risk of accusing somebody? Mm-hmm. You know, well, the worst that can happen is they're not your friend anymore. Oh, well. Well, and if he didn't do it, but he, but it's like Nick said, well, it's not really out of character for him. I feel like, <laughs> do you want someone right around where th- you think, you know what? They actually probably could do that. I could see them doing that. Yeah. Like, why would, you know? Like, definitely. I, I was a terror in sophomore year of college, but like I've grown out of that phase. That's not me anymore. I'm done with that. Honestly, I don't have time to intervene in anyone's relationship. I'm worried about myself. Mm-hmm. I'm a little narcissistic looking into that, but still it's like, there's <laughs> some people today who are just so bored that they have nothing else to do and they just want to ruin mm-hmm. other people's lives. Like this man is 32 married and has two kids, but you gotta be busy. Yeah. But he, I guess he isn't, he isn't happy and so well let's move on to a lighter subject here i don't know if it's any yeah lighter, sorry guys <laughs> but i just wanted to do a quick few rants because i just i got a list here and i just got to get it out first i want to talk about miss nelly furtado uh, <laughs> she's so irrelevant why are you coming for her i, I mean we, we have to say no more she is irrelevant i have just confirmed that she is the biggest one hit wonder of all time i have tried to listen to all of her albums. Like, I've literally tried to listen to them. They're all terrible. All so bad. Like a Bird. I feel like she's got one or hit. two. Like a Bird. That's it. Tell me another one. What's a bop from Nelly? Um, oh, she was featured on the um, Promiscuous Boy. That don't count. Why? <laughs> she was a feature. I want, like, a, her own song. Oh, what about um, Flame is to Her... Lovers to friends, all good things come to an end. And do that's not a bop either. Okay, what about the one? Um, <laughs> okay, I didn't know she's you were, like, a man. Trying to defend here. No, this is a good one. She's a man. to make your work, car, make your sweat. Car, that's her. Well, I'm pretty sure. 
Oh, it might be. Okay, that might be a Bob. Okay, two hit wonder. Regardless, okay. <laughs> I've listened to like over 40 of her songs. They're all so bad. Literally so bad. Like You were really dedicated. You listened to over 40 and you hated them well, all. Because <laughs> I heard like I heard the Like a Bird song. I was like, oh my god, like I love this song. Like it was like my gay rite of passage growing up. Like, I'm like mm-hmm. a bird, I wanna fly away. Like that was me as a as a kid singing it in the on the radio. So I'm like, oh, let me listen to what else she got. She got nothing else. Let me tell you what. Don't waste your time. <laughs> it, it will be well wasted if you try. So I'm just putting that little PSA out there. Nelly Furtado was a one-hit wonder. And she sort of stayed back in the early 2000s. Has she got anything new that she's put out? I, I didn't listen to those. But honestly, at this point, I'm not really um, interested anymore. <laughs> I gave her a chance. I tried. It just wasn't working. Mm-hmm. So you tried. I tried. That's my little thing on Nelly. Okay, next I want to talk about um, bakery items in general. <laughs> oh, we are like really far from the, the, the potty here, but like I just got to talk about, I just bought bagels like three days ago. Uh, Monday, I don't know, four days. What is it? They're already moldy. Like already moldy. They should not be moldy after three days. And the expiration is like not close. I would say return them, honestly. Like Nick and I had to do that. We bought he bought keto shakes yeah and they were all like freezer burned and we had to return them yes but like it's happening way too often like this isn't the first time this has happened like i've bought different brands of bagels and after like three or four days they're already moldy so it's like i've resorted to just putting them in the freezer when i get home because i can't eat fucking six bagels in three days i mean i could but like you know i'm not eating that so What's going on? Is it because your is it because your apartment's so hot? Okay, that brings me to my next point. That honestly might be it. When you're just sitting and watching TV, it's fine. My apartment's nice and cool, but the second you lift a fucking finger, you reach up into the cabinet. I got sweat coming down my fucking face. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> like I wake up and it's. I'm not even kidding. The thermostat right now is reading like 80 degrees, and it could be it could be 65 degrees outside. It's still 80 degrees in here. And I, the wall, like the buildings in Boston are just all connected. So I think that's why it gets so hot. And we're on the third floor. So like heat is rising. But it is just mm-hmm. like, oh my God, like I got things to do. And like I got to move around. And I'm just like schwitzing all day here. <laughs> you got swamp ass. Yeah. So luckily I found a nice little fan by the dumpster. I'm a diver now. And that's been keeping me cool. But Megan doesn't let me run it while I'm recording. So... I'm like dripping head to toe right now. It's a little gross, but I'm dripping. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it makes it makes a hard noise. It just like my health and safety. Megan comes first. Okay, well, I guess we got to do the podcast quick then for your health and <laughs> health and safety. Sorry, I took up twenty minutes uh, for a Pretty Little Liars episode. <laughs> okay, well, that's my little rants on bagels and my how hot my apartment is. Next, I want to get into car insurance. Oh my god. <laughs> I seriously feel like I need to be medicated right now after going through car insurance and dealing with, like, just, you want to wring someone's neck. Because I just want to say, like, when it comes to planning or logistics or, like, doing something efficiently, like, going going to here before you go here because it's on your way. So, example, Patrick would go to B before he went to A. So, he would go to B and then back to A, and then, like, would go back to C, and then back home. 
He doesn't plan out the route. Go A, B, C, home. He doesn't plan it like that. Okay. Nick doesn't do that either because when we're grocery shopping, he's going from aisle to aisle to aisle, back and back. I'm like, just go through the aisles. I don't get it. So I like if I I just wanted to have full control over the logistics of this whole insurance ordeal. So, oh my God. Like I can't even talk about it. I get so fired up just thinking about it that I've just like resorted (laughs) to just like, I don't even fucking care if my car gets fixed anymore. So my car got hit. So I'm dealing with the other person's insurance guy and the rep is like, useless he's completely fucking useless and he does nothing he doesn't respond he doesn't answer questions like i sent an email like a week ago no response got nothing from him don't mm-hmm. know what's going on so i told patrick i want everything through email because i'm about to sue this motherfucker for diminished value and i want everything in email i want all the receipts i want to know everything that's going on so patrick calls me and he says oh i just talked to alan from progressive um, he told me everything that's going, all the details, like your, your confirmation, where you're taking your car to get fixed. I'm like, so you answered the phone and you talked to him. Is this any of this an email? You have anything, any proof of him talking to you, telling you what's going on? He's like, the phone rang and it said progressive. So I just answered it. And he's like, I thought it was corporate or somebody. You thought it was corporate? Like, you know, like progressive is going to be calling to like organize the car. So I was like, you should have just said like, just email me. Like, hi, Alan. I prefer everything through email email me everything so nothing's an email yeah don't know what's going on so the auto body shop really fun again this is so fun the auto body (laughs) shop they booked me at is about 35 40 minutes from me in boston it's in beverly mass i gotta drive 40 minutes to drop my car off okay that's really fun that starts there so they get me a rental car it's included whatever the rental car Mm mm-hmm is 40 minutes in the opposite direction. Oh, so in Chelsea, Mass. What? So, are they going to bring me the rental car? Does the rental agency know what time I'm dropping the car off at the auto body shop? Is everyone informed here? What's going on? What time am I getting the car? What kind of car am I getting? Patrick has no fucking clue. No idea what's going on. So, if you don't already sense my little animosity here with Patrick, it's there. <laughs> So it's like, what's going on here? So I'm sending emails and I'm like, just let me take care of it. Cause you know, at this point, let me take care of it and I'll get it done the way I want it done. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I email Alan and I'm like, Hey, what's going on? Why are we doing this? I got to either Uber 40 minutes from the auto body shop back to get my rental car or the car is going to be dropped off. Did you set that up? Is anything ready? Like, are you forcing me? Like, this isn't my problem. Like your client hit me. You're supposed to be helping me i'm not supposed to be talking to enterprise and saying is somebody bringing me a car like that's your fucking job so i email him everything and then for some reason nobody can answer this question nobody megan nobody can answer this question i live in boston i park on the streets you need a permit to park on the street the rental car is not going to come with an east boston parking permit who's paying the parking tickets i'm not i'm not paying no parking ticket nor do i want to deal with submitting a parking ticket to the insurance who doesn't respond to me to get reimbursed just imagine that like <laughs> not something else something yeah else you're never seeing that so i'm asking these right. questions and nobody is answering no one can give me a good answer no one's even responding so i eventually i find the confirmation code that patrick um took down i guess he had the confirmation code like i didn't i didn't get a confirmation from enterprise i didn't get anything they're just like go pick up your car on this day 
I'm like, what, what do you, what time do I have a time? Do I got to pick it up? Like, how long do I have the car for? No details. I don't know anything. So I find the confirmation. Number. That's so frustrating. Yeah. And especially when your car got hit, I'm moving in the end of the month. Like, it's just like another thing I don't want to deal with. And like, these people are already so incompetent. Like now we got to deal with that. So I find the confirmation number and then on enterprise, you can look up the reservation details. I look up the reservation details. This motherfucker, he booked me a Toyota Corolla. I'd rather have no car than a Toyota Corolla. Are you joking? Like, there's got to be some legal issue here because I drive an SUV. Like, I have an SUV. Like, I know I could get away with a Toyota Corolla. You know, like, I could. It's the principle. I own an SUV. I'm hauling. What if I had a truck? What if I was a contractor? A contractor cannot haul wood, concrete, blocks, I don't know, in a Toyota Corolla. So the fact that he didn't give me something even equivalent to what was wrecked was like, this guy's a fucking idiot. So now what? Am I going to message him and be like, um, excuse me, sir, can you get me a bigger car? Like, he's not going to do it. So. Right. Uh, like, he never got back to me about anything. So I just drove down to the auto body shop like, a couple days ago. I dropped the car off and they're like, oh, do you have a rental car? I was like, yeah, but I've just figured I'm just not going to use it. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with the insurance. I don't want to do, I don't want to do anything because my luck, I park on the streets of Boston. Like it's not safe. People are scratching shit left and right. People are hitting your bumper. People are hitting your rims. Your rims are hitting the curb. Like then I got to worry about that. Paying for that, you know, with the rental car, I got to pay for parking tickets. No one can tell me if I'm getting a parking permit. Like, why do I want to go through all that? So they're like, oh, so you're just, you're not going to get a rental car? And I'm like, no, I'm just going to take an Uber back home and then I'll just submit that and get reimbursed for the Uber. And they're like, oh, well, we really advise you to take advantage of the rental car. This is the auto body shop. I'm like, are you in cahoots with Enterprise? Like, fucking chill. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Do they get commission? Yeah, like, like, what are you pushing what? for here? Like, I don't want the car. Relax. So I just, I took an Uber home. The Uber was 40 minutes. Like, God, sitting in a car with somebody for 40 minutes that you don't know is just not something I'm going to do. But yeah, so that happened. That was my dilemma with the insurance and everything. The auto body shop was actually really fucking nice. Like, I was I was expecting like, oh, like, oh, you want your car fixed? You're going to have to wait a month. Like, that's what I was kind of expecting. I had this. A lot of places are yeah, like that. Like I, was, I had this very nice man named Hugo. He said, hi, I'm Hugo. I'm going to walk you through the damage. I'm like, the fuck kind of service am I at? Like, this is amazing. He's like, oh, sir, is this your first time in an accident? Yes, it is, Hugo. Okay, well, don't you worry. We're going to walk you through and make sure it's a very, um, what the fuck you say? Very um, smooth process and very stress-free or something like that. I was like, where am I? Am I at a spa? Hugo, you're going to massage my feet later? Like... Oh my god! Like I was like, oh my god, where am I? Like this is great Team service. Hugo, I get better service at the auto body shop than at the grocery store. Let me tell you what. So <laughs> I had no problem flaunting my Louis Vuitton at the auto body shop. Let me tell you what. Mm-hmm. I wasn't paying for those repairs, so they can see how rich I was. He's walking me through. He's marking up my car, and he's doing all this. And he's like, "You can text us. You can call us. You can call us and ask for what time it is, and we'll answer you." I'm like, "What the fuck? Like I'm coming here every week." Like, this is great. (laughs) You're breaking your car. Breaking your car just to see Hugo. I totally would. (laughs) 
so he's like really like he's like comforting me he's like it's gonna be fine like we're gonna talk to the insurance we're gonna tell him how much it's gonna cost we're gonna fix it as soon as possible we're only gonna give you original parts we will not let you drive without original oem parts and i'm like oh my god like i think i'm in love with hugo (laughs) (laughs) so i mean he was so comforting and caring about like whatever you know like most of the time like people just don't fucking care like oh you got in a car accident like Mm -hmm. big whoop we'll fix it but like he was actually like is this your first time all right i'll walk you through it like he actually you don't get that kind of customer service anymore so like that's why like i kind of fell in love i was like oh my god i'm in love with your customer service you go you gotta write him a good review and be like this man deserves a raise i should he was actually like he actually felt like he cared like oh my god like people don't give customer service like this anymore because I already went into it and I was like, oh my God, I don't want to deal with it. Because I don't know about you, but like when I worked in the, with the public, my last company, like I was on days where I was like depressed. I didn't want to be there. When that person walked through the door, I had a big fucking fat smile on my face. How can I help you? You know, I was giving great customer service. Like, because that's how I want to be treated. Mm-hmm. Right. I try to do that at the salon right. too. try to engage in a little conversation, joke, right. you know, be kind and, and understanding. Because a lot of yeah. times people always act like they're so busy, so busy. They don't have, they don't have time to answer your questions or even like, like consider you even in the room. So like if I'm in working in that kind of field, I'm giving that person all the attention. If the phone rings, I'm not even answering it because I'm giving this person in front of me all the attention right now, you know? I feel like that's just how good customer service is. But then I guess you get people at like the grocery store, like they're making fucking no money. They don't want to be there, you know? Mm-hmm. So I understand, but it's just like, I don't know. Hugo, uh, at the auto body clinic in Beverly Mass, uh, you get a five star from me. You'll be getting a great review. Oh, <laughs> I love Hugo. What a hero of the uh, story. He was great. Oh my God. And they just texted me. They're like, your car is in process. And we just sent the adjustment to the insurance. I'm like, okay. You guys are amazing. Keep me updated. Like, I was not expecting this kind of service from an auto body shop. Are you shitting me? I don't know. I'm very impressed. <laughs> so what are you doing for a car to, like, get to work okay, and so, stuff? Are you working well, from Well, Patrick home? is in Florida this week, so that's why he can't, like, really help me. Or, like, he couldn't, like, pick me up or anything. Like, I had an Uber and, like, get a rental car and everything. But next week is my last week at work. So, honestly, if I don't have a car by next week, I don't have a car. <laughs> can't come sorry yeah so, sorry yeah. that's are you kind of hoping mm-hmm. that the car isn't going to be ready <laughs> <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. that's when i called patrick and i was like so what do i do do i get the rental car or do i not get the rental car because i was like then i can kind of use it as an excuse like oh, i don't have a car like i can't go to work so i'm hoping mm-hmm. but all right i mean we're 50 minutes in megan i don't think we have time for anything else so maybe we'll save the narcissistic personality for yeah. next week. But I love this little, I think Let's this is a good, like a mental health, like update, like, you know, it's really best to get past things and anxieties and any depression. You just need to talk about it. So I, I was so mm-hmm. anxiety ridden by this insurance ordeal that I just didn't want to deal with it. Like, I just didn't even want to talk to anybody, but I'm learning the more I talk about it, the easier it is to get over it because as absurd it is as it is, you know, I'm still alive. I could be worse at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's how I try to look at things when I make a mistake. I'm like, okay, I didn't kill anybody, right. so it's fixable. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I don't need a personal injury lawyer. Lawyer, I just need a uh, diminished value lawyer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, 
for we judging. We hope you guys enjoyed this little episode of Crime on Tap. I think we're like we're getting deeper on this ep- these podcasts. Megan's living in a real life crime scene, and anybody <laughs> out there can help her help identify the true identity of Miss Anna Pandora. I mean, she's going to go down in history. She's a legend, Miss Pandora. And she really is. We're going to be talking about Anna Pandora at our <laughs> wedding. I tell you. No. Oh my god! Can you ha- please have like just a uh, an empty seat for Miss Pandora? <laughs> yes. Oh my god! Now we have to invite his friend to the wedding so that he can <laughs> see us talking about her and stuff. Yes. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and be sure to follow us over on our Instagram at Pod. Get over there, slide in our DMs, let us know what you're loving, hating, and all of the in-between. And make sure to listen to us on Spotify, Apple, and the other ones. Tell your family, friends, foes, hoes, bros. Oh, no, new ones? I think that's it. Toes? You think I don't know? Oh, toes? Okay. <laughs> we know how much you love toes. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I hate, I don't know what I'll have to think of something <laughs> off air. <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time. Where crime is always, always on tap. Yay! <laughs> 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 <laughs>